This week's Pilch Point with Avram Pilch is proudly powered by PureVPN. You want to protect your uh, anonymity online and uh, hide your browsing experience from Facebook, Google, and even your own ISP. The best way to do that is with a VPN like PureVPN. Um, plus, you have the ability to uh, report a different location so that if you're traveling abroad and you still want to be able to use your uh, Amazon Prime video or something like that, you can uh, still do that as well. And right now, we have got an even better plan than usual. Right now... Oh, yeah, okay. So they are offering a five-year plan right now, which is a really unbelievable deal, for $1.65 a month, um, which is... Really a, fant a fantastic price. Um, that's an 85% savings. And you can get that deal right now by going to pilchpoint.live slash purevpn. That is the best deal we've seen on that yet, Avram. <laughs> wow, that is good. So, I believe you've got a little show and tell for us. Yeah, so I'm going to talk about this. No, I'm kidding. I just, <laughs> every episode, so I just thought I would fool you. Um, no. Uh, so I got a. Uh, I'm starting to get at some robots from because it's getting into holiday season and companies are sending out stuff because they would like us to some coverage. Uh, so we're doing some testing and some reviews to see, hey, uh, you know, what are the good STEM toys? I mean, we're always doing that, whether it's holiday season or not. Uh, but there seems to be a lot being released these days. Uh, so here's one that I have called the RD3000. Um, so this robot uh, takes me is a fairly new robot is a new robot, but it takes me back. How, do you ever remember programming in Logo? Hmm. No, before your time. Maybe. So for the audience who are not did not uh, do any programming in the early 80s, um, Logo was a programming language that they would teach kids as a first programming language back when, uh, well, we won't even say what grade I was in, but um, back in the back in the early 80s, it was uh, you had a little icon called a turtle. It was a triangular shaped thing. I was on the screen and you would give it commands to draw things with a pen. It was a pen, basically. You would tell it to draw a shape, turn 90 degrees, go forward a certain amount, turn 35 degrees, whatever, and, and you would end up with a shape on the screen. And that was Logo. It was basically programming to something to draw. Um, now fast forward 30-something years, and you have... Artie, which does something very similar, but on real paper with a real marker. So uh, at the bottom of Artie, you have a, um, I don't know if you can see this, you have a marker, mm -hmm. right? Uh, the top piece here opens up, and inside you, it comes with four uh, markers, which are thankfully for parents washable, so if they get on the floor, you can wipe it off. Um, and it has this uh, power switch. You turn it on, and then you you program it. Uh, and the programs end up giving you results like 
this. Now, oh. notice that you got to bring your own paper, and I found I discovered that regular printer paper might not be so thick enough uh, oh. all the time. And when I actually put the RD down, it created kind of a blot, and then it was doing this. But when we start put it on construction paper, it it was a lot better. And here's another one that that my son made, um, <laughs> RD party. Um, so it's cute. Uh, it is presently $63 on Amazon, so it's not ridiculously expensive. So it makes a nice gift for someone. Uh, as far as the interface and what the programming is like, though, um, I think it's both very simple and yet requires a certain amount of geometry knowledge to work for you to really customize. So... It's a block-based coding language, and the way that it works, this is a really weird form of connectivity. So most uh, robots that I test uh, operate over Bluetooth, and there's an app. Uh, Artie operates over Wi-Fi Direct, and there is, and there is a web app that you that is served off of Artie. So Artie is like. I guess a little tiny web server, hmm. uh, and it serves not not just anything, but it serves a page where you could drag and drop the blocks around uh, in a web browser. Now that works pretty well if you have a PC or a Mac or any type of desktop or laptop computer. The interface is not particularly great for for mobile devices. Um, I mean, you can use it. My son was even using it on a phone with a, you know, five, five and a half inch screen. But still, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to target because it's really not made as a mobile page. It's made as a, you know, sort of desktop web page with like two different columns in it. One with the code blocks you could drag and the other with the, uh, the canvas onto which you drag them. Um, and... The code is not any standard programming language. It is just very simple stuff. There's only like five blocks that you can use. There's like turn a certain number of degrees in one direction, put the pen up, put the pen down, uh, and go forward or backward a certain amount of millimeters or inches. Uh, and then, you know, you can use loops to repeat something a certain number of times. Uh, that, that, that is all. So it is, unless there's some feature of this I, I haven't found yet, but we've been work, playing with it all weekend, it's just that simple. Now, the right side, it makes it not very complicated, and they give you some cards that actually give you programs that you could type in yourself um, okay. for making designs like, like this one. So to be honest, I, I, I typed this in you know, off a card. I didn't invent this, you know, come up with this one myself. Um, but, um, you know, my son has had a lot of fun with it, whether he's learning really valuable concepts uh, in programming. I'm not I don't know how valuable they are compared to things he's learned from other devices and other STEM kits, uh, because there's a very kind of limited number of blocks. There are no sensors on this, so it's not like you can make it uh draw something in reaction to mm -hmm. light or sound or, you know, objects in recognition or anything like that. Um, 
but it's not very expensive at $63. Kids will enjoy it. It's designed for kids seven up, seven and up, and you absolutely do need to be able to read to use it. And it does benefit a great deal from having a uh, using it on a computer, although maybe a tablet with a larger screen, uh, like a nine inch, you know, nine point seven inch iPad or something, uh, might be okay. The other thing that you know that is a little weird is when you're using it, you cannot connect to the internet on the device you're using it on. Mm-hmm. Why? Because this is you have to Wi-Fi direct to this. Mm-hmm. So you have to disconnect from your router to connect to this. Um, I don't think there's a pass-through um, to pass through to your router, although there may be one that I haven't, one way of doing that in the settings that I haven't discovered yet. But um, on the other hand, if you're a kid playing with it, I'm sure you could avoid, you could log off the internet to use it for a while. I mean, um, So... That's that's just a quick look at Artie. Uh, you know, he's really cute. Um, he draws really neat stuff. Comes with four different markers with different colors. They're kind of standard markers, so I think if they get used up, you could probably just get any marker from the store that's the right height and put it in here. I mean, this is a green one, but you can see it just comes right out. It'll just come right out, and then you can replace it. Um, uses two AA batteries, so... You know, doesn't require much in terms of charging. Um, so, fun, cute little robot, um, but not, I wouldn't say it's like one of the best STEM learning experiences that I've seen. But for the price, it certainly would be a fun gift for someone and, and kids would enjoy it for at least a few hours, if not, if not longer. Okay. So, what I... What I see looking at that, especially with the uh, the first thing you held up, was uh, Spirograph. Yes. Yes, it does it for you. Right. Um, right. Spirograph, you had to, didn't you have to, to draw it yourself in the, uh, or am I wrong? It's been yeah. a while. Yeah, it had the little, um, that was the one that had the little wheels and you put the, the pen in somewhere and you, you went around the oh, little yeah, right. yes. gear right. looking thing. And it would come up with things that looked like your first one there. Yeah. Now, you know what's actually interesting is if you don't think of this as a code learning tool, you think of it as a geometry learning tool, it actually could be really good. Mm. Uh, That being said, I haven't really, unless there's a section of the website or something I missed, there doesn't seem to really be a lot of instructions, tutorials on how to, you know, that, that really teach kids about geometry now. So my son did not know is seven in second grade does not has not yet learned about angles and you know how you know what the, what a ninety degree angle is versus a three a one eighty degree angle and things like that. Now inadvertently this seems to be teaching him, so that's kind of cool. Uh, but he's he's only learning that from figuring it out because he hasn't actually learned that in school yet. Uh, I suppose. Uh, I suppose if a teacher wanted to get this and use this as part of a geometry lesson, it might actually be kind of interesting because then you could, you know, kids would have to, you know, learn about angles. Maybe you could even uh, use this to uh, demonstrate the Pythagorean theorem uh, because you have to, if you want to draw a triangle, you'd have to know how many millimeters to make the base versus the, you know, to make the three sides or whatever. So, um, 
I think you could you could do some things with this that you know that really teach about geometry. However, that's not really how it's being marketed. It's being marketed as teaching you about programming, which it does let you program. But I've certainly seen things that give you a lot a lot more uh, versatility uh, and a lot better tutorial action than this. I mean, obviously, the best that I've seen is Lego Boost, and that still costs around 150 bucks, which is almost 100 bucks more than this. So, you know, different toys for different for different things. Mm -hmm. This could certainly be uh, a neat gift, a neat gift for a kid in your life. Okay, but not too old of a kid, uh, and not too young of a kid either, because it says seven plus, and it you have to read to use to use the interface. It's not symbol based at all and it helps a lot if you could use a computer with a mouse so uh you know it's probably a sweet spot of maybe second to fifth grade or first to fifth grade or something like that okay but that makes sense i can see that uh obviously obviously you have it so uh my guess is we're gonna see we're gonna see some content from it yep yep Yes, and, and you know, one thing I have to say is mercifully, since it is kind of a unitasker, it doesn't have a lot of different functions and features, it'll be an it'll be an easy review for me to to write up. Um so we should have one up this week. Very cool. Well, I look forward to seeing it. I really obviously it's cute. <laughs> and you can't yeah. uh you can't argue that and uh I, I like the idea of coming at it from a from a geometry standpoint um, as opposed to a programming standpoint but just just from like a robotic art kind of a thing you know it's it's it's, it's an interesting concept and you know it's 63 bucks it's not gonna it's not gonna kill you right. yeah it's 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 not bad. I mean, I guess the thing that I'm really looking for in STEM toys is either you is something that is going to involve both inputs and outputs. Mm -hmm. So something that has sensors, I always like, and and even if they have to have a block-based coding language, either make it so dead simple that any any preliterate kid can use it, like Lego Boost is all symbol-based, so no no writing, or provided a learning path for kids to graduate to adult programming. And I mean, yes, there's like repeat loops in this, but I didn't really see any way to do like an if then, well, if what, right? Because it's not, there's no sensors. So what, what, what's the condition it would be, it would be looking for, right? That's, that's one, one of the issues. So, uh, you know, it's, it's cute. It's, uh, it's cute. It's affordable. Uh, makes I think it would make a nice gift for for kids, but it's not. I wouldn't say that this is the this is going to be the magic bullet to teach your kids programming if they if they don't already know it. Got it. That's a that's a good way of putting it, and uh, I think it I think it sums it up well. Yeah. Well, Avram, always always appreciate seeing what uh, what you're working on for Tom's Hardware, and look forward to seeing what we got next. 